Hi everyone, welcome to Dice and Decepticons, a TTRPG actual play podcast set in the Transformers universe. My name is Robert Kerr, and I'm joined by my brother. Hello, I'm Stuart Kerr, the player. Excellent. In our last session, Adrian and Dylan squared off against a Decepticon as Mariah and William did some quick repairs in the back. After barely scraping out a victory against the Decepticon, Adrian and his friends discovered that the mysterious crate that they were protecting housed some kind of energy that turned their mechs into Transformers. With that, let's dive into the action. So you and your teammates find yourselves inside of Transformers. You look across, you see Dylan in a large yellow transformer. William is inside of Gadget, a green transformer. He has seems to have some kind of pack on his back with a long antenna. He's got these mechanical goggles that seem to be able to come down over his eyes. Uh, he looks very much like an auxiliary unit, which is what he is. And then the third mech is shorter than Dylan's transformer. But this red transformer seems to have a uh, a slightly stocky build. Like he looks, if you picture um, kind of like a football player kind of thing, he looks like he's used to punching things with his fists. Hands-on activities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's very hands-on approach to, to everything. As I said, tiny humans, we're Transformers. You wouldn't happen to know where we are. Well, you're on Earth. Oh, I knew that much. But where on Earth? Uh, America, Louisiana, uh, New Orleans, by the... Well, as you can see, these warehouses and such, but... Yeah, um, I'm, I'm sorry. So you're Autobots? Yeah, dude. Mariah's... Autobot speaks up. We're Autobots. We're totally used to kicking Decepticon butt. How did you end up... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're Autobots, but... You're supposed to be mechs. I mean, that's what they... Mariah? Anyone else? Uh, William? Dylan, do you know anything about this? Did I miss something? Did I miss a meeting? Or something like that? Adrian, your guess is as good as mine. All right. So, uh, scratch that. Reverse it. Oh, uh, Willie. Okay, William uh, speaks up. I think it might have had something to do with that huge blast of light from that crate over there. Whatever happened turned our mechs into Transformers. What do you mean, turned us into Transformers? We always have been Transformers. Exactly. That was what I was concerned about. See, it'd be kind of like saying they turned, uh, well, a, a Barbie or a... Should I be mentioning brand names like that? Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> exactly. It's almost like if you said you turned a mannequin into a person. These mechs, they simply do what we tell them to. We operate them as we please, and then they move as they should. But Transformer is, well, uh, living and not... Breathing, but uh, a sentient being. Your cockpit opens up and your mech's hand reaches inside and pulls you out. Uh, as you remember, this Transformer's name is Farsight, or so he says. Clearly, there's something strange going on here, and I think we may be forced to work together to find out what it is. Gadget has tapped on his arm and pulled up some kind of holographic scanner thing and is going over and examining the crate where 
all of that energy was coming from. Oh, you might want to come and take a look at this. Everyone gathers around the crate, and you look inside the shipping container, and inside is youth. It looks like a mech, a decapitated mech, but it's in really bad condition. It looks like it's been uh, shot up. It's got um, parts of it are blasted away. It's missing a limb. It looks to be in, in really bad shape, and it's clutching a strange object it looks like a uh, sphere but it has a handle on the top and a handle on the bottom I think we have a corpse on our hands well I was about to scratch that so question for the GM yes are there fixed you can record whatever I don't care um, are there fixed models of mechs that we, someone could be familiar with for oh, that's what a good the, question. For what the humans have made? Yeah, why don't you make uh, some kind of, probably a systems check? Okay, because I believe that, at least in my theory, in my head and who the character is, he should recognize what most mechs look like and what they are and such. I want a 20 against 11. Okay, so you you fail uh, pretty badly on that check. Um, so you can't identify it. Your ser- first assumption is that it is a mech. Okay. It appears to be a transformer. Perhaps a headmaster? That's what I was thinking. You can see that the head was not chopped off. It's simply missing. Okay, I'm sorry. What exactly is a headmaster? And also, I'm still a little freaked out that our mechs are all of a sudden talking to us. Oh, a headmaster is sort of a symbiotic unit. It's a transformer that has another transformer as its head. The two of them together are much more powerful. So, what happened to the previous head? That's a good question. I don't know. Also, if the other Transformer lost its head, doesn't that mean it was, um, dead? Well, in this case it certainly is. Dude, yeah. Headmasters kind of give me the willies a little bit. You're kind of weirdos, freaks, you know? I suppose... Never did get used to the idea of just taking your head off and it being just another Transformer. I suppose our sense of anatomy doesn't really apply to Transformers, then. Well, there's similarities, all right. For example, we're actually made of living metal. Sort of like how your tiny, frail human bodies are made of cells. Adrian glances down at his own hand and then looks at the hand that's under him and thinks for a moment and responds, Mariah, you need to understand what's probably happening here. These were never mechs. They lied to us. You can't build a Transformer if they're really made of living metals. That's like trying to make a person. Like, imagine someone just took some dirt and made a man, or... Or a a seal. We need a group huddle, now. She beckons you over, and, uh... Am um, I still in his hand? Yeah. Farsight leans over and sets you on the ground as Mariah calls over the other pilots. The other Transformers open up their chassis and remove their pilots and set them on the ground. So William, Dylan, yourself, and Mariah uh, huddle up over to the side. Um, It's nice that we're huddling like this, but you realize they can probably hear everything we're saying, right? Fine. Look, we'll move farther this way. <laughs> Just like... And Adrian thinks to himself, I suppose... It doesn't matter too much. I mean, the guy here, what they're getting... Yeah, scratch that, reverse it. Um, Adrian thinks to himself, that's not going to help much either, but I suppose I shouldn't say anything. So he follows along. Mariah gathers you um, away from the Transformers and uh, holds you guys up. Okay, seriously. 
what the heck is going on and what the heck are we going to do about it? Look, you're probably, you, you may be right, Adrian. I don't know. Okay. Uh, it's, we simply don't have enough information to make that kind of judgment call. Well, actually, we do know that mechs don't have the technology within them to talk on their own, oh. or do anything on their own for that matter. They're a question for input. So these things are operating without another person's input, which apparently they are, notwithstanding the possibility that someone is taking remote control of our mechs. It appears that they are transformers. Adrian, we don't know what the heck is going on here. We don't know if that weird, freaky energy blast was some kind of radiation that's going to one day cause cancer. We, we don't know if the blast turned our mechs into transformers, right? I thought I explained that wasn't possible. We don't know what's possible. We just interacted with the most bizarre alien technology we've ever come across before. Yes, that's true. William is staying there with his arms folded. I think Mariah might be right. We simply don't have enough information to draw that kind of conclusion. Also, that would mean that our government was building these mechs, somehow got their hands on living metal, which is only found in the bodies of the Transformers. Dylan is standing beside him. Yikes, that's a little creepy. Seriously, though, we need to figure out what to do. We're supposed to contact HQ as soon as the mission was over. We had radio silence up until then. What are we supposed to tell Colonel Washington, that our, our, our robots came alive into Transformers? Well, um, so you're suggesting that there's a possibility that we don't tell them what happened, right? If we come out and tell them, they're going to probably have our hides for tampering with top-secret government property. But we didn't tamper with it. We didn't touch it at all. Look at our, look at our mechs. Are they going to believe that? Um, and Adrian kind looks around for a moment, just thinking, and responds, well, no, maybe they won't, but what are we supposed to tell them then? Maybe we should tell them about what happened. Are you insane? Well, Mariah, we're, we are agents of the U.S. government. Do we really get a say in what we can't in this? Especially if there's this kind of technology floating around. No, it's a bad idea. Look, you yourself were just telling me about how it's possible that the government was involved in something shady. There's something they're not telling us. And now you want to go and report to them? I'm just saying, Mariah, it doesn't feel right to hide it. Um, once again, if we don't tell them, what are we going to do? Run away? I don't... She rubs her temple with her hand. I don't know. Let okay, that's fine if you don't know, but, um, maybe we should just come and say the mission's over, and that we'll give them fuller details once we arrive. Okay. I mean... Sure. Okay. I mean, they're expecting to hear from us, so I guess that makes sense. The only thing is they're going to find out one way or the other. Or yes. if not now, we're just delaying the inevitable. Don't you think they were at surveillance devices on our mechs anyways? I mean, theoretically at this point, but I mean, not as far as I'm aware. We are commanded to have radio silence. They didn't want any transmissions being picked up by Rise. So... Any kind of communication from our mechs to HQ could have been picked up. Well, yeah, if it's direct communication like that, but now if it's a recording device, then they could then check later. I suppose I can take a look and see if there's any kind of subroutine going on in the background recording what we did. Well, the reason I'm bringing this up is because if we do need to take drastic measures, we really need to figure out every other countermeasure we need to take in order to actually get away, assuming we're going to run away. Although our chances do skyrocket quite a bit if we have actual Transformers on our side. I mean, they're much more powerful than the regular mechs. We're, ta we're fairly talented, I suppose, pilots. And we've proven ourselves against both the Decepticon and other rival mechs, so... I don't think it's not possible to run away, but it just 
maybe a bad idea without considering all the circumstances and what could possibly happen and any of the possible escape routes we would have. What's all this we talk all of a sudden? Well, up until now, it's been all you, 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 you destroy the, you destroy the Decepticon. You're always this lone wolf, and you make us look like chumps. Uh, what? Forget it. She storms off. I wouldn't take it personally. I think this whole thing is freaking her out. Oh no, I'm still confused about. I don't know what you're saying. Um, why is she mad? Dude, you do realize that you two are basically been rivals, right? In the academy? Huh? Dude, she's been like trying to outdo you for years. Why? Your test scores were the highest. She's an overachiever, man. Oh. Yeah, uh... like she ha- she's got to be the top. And uh she was never able to top you in the combat simulator, you know? Oh. Huh. I never really looked at the scores again, did I? I think I I just got to check on them once that one time, and then I kind of forgot about it. And you do tend to keep to yourself. Well... We can talk about it later. I'll go take talk to the Transformers and see what we can find out about recording. Good. 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 Um... Yeah, and I will... I will come into the, um... To our commanding officers and... Tell them that... The mission has gone down. Has um, that the that the mission is done, and we will not mention any explosions or living mechs or transformers. William nods and then walks over to the other transformers. Dylan steps up to you and uh, stands beside you. Can you believe it, dude? Like. We actually get to see real live Transformers in person. It is fascinating seeing them operate as they do. Even seeing their fine motor functions, the level of the movement of their fingers is so precise. It's almost like it's a, well, as a person rather than just a mech. You see, as mech drivers, we can only do very jerky motions. They're very, they're not, they're not as fine tuned. They're not as delicate. Yeah, dude. The BioLink helps a little bit. You got some more fine motor skills that way, but no, I feel you. I feel you. It's interesting to look at them. Yeah. Huh. Okay, well, I should make that call now, and, um, yes. And Adrian turns around and gets ready to dial the commanding officers. Okay. So you're given a dedicated radio for this purpose, um, but it's normally in your mech. Oh. Which is now Farsight, the Transformer. So, <laughs> um, Adrian pauses. We just for a pocket and kind of gropes and then realizes that he doesn't have a phone on him and checks his back pocket and turns around kind of 180, kind of clumsily, uh, does a swivel and says, I'm sorry, I- I- I'm supposed to go that way and points to the, and he looks up at the mech and he's like, oh, Okay, well, I'll go and climb back into my cockpit and uh, make the call then. So, to be clear, was this all in front of the, like, you walked over to Farsight and then did that little, like, pat yourself down type of thing? No, he was walking, oh, no, Adrian was walking away from Farsight off uh, to, a private, to a private spot to himself because he wasn't thinking about the fact that, you know, he had to get into the mech to make the call. Oh, he was walking in the wrong direction. Okay, you would have. Around. You you have. Okay, cool. In any case, uh, you remember that the radio's in your in your mech, which is now Farsight, and so you walk over to Farsight. Yes. He and the other Autobots are conferring with each other. They turn and look at you as you approach. <clears throat> um, excuse me. I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, we I I need to use the comm system that was. Oh my word, that's gross. Uh, that was built in inside of you. And um, to contact our commanding officer to tell him that everything's alright. Are you sure that's the wisest thing to do right now? Well, we kind of have to let them know that something happened and they're expecting us to call. And um, if we don't call in fairly soon, they'll probably send someone else out here anyways to look at what's happened. 
And so, as long as we let them know things are going smoothly, it kind of glances up at them, I think it will be okay. Well, it's obvious that your government wasn't... You said this is a government uh, cadet, right? Uh, yes. Right. Well, it's obvious that your government has been holding on to transformer technology, which is in clear violation of our accord. On top of that, we happen to be in a non-sanctioned zone. There's certain areas of Earth where Autobots are allowed to be. This is not one of them. Yes, that is concerning, too. Um, And as you probably guessed from our reactions, we didn't know anything about this, uh, myself or the three other pilots. Um, just so you know that we didn't do anything to you. And, um, I'm just going to call them, tell them that things are okay, and not let them know what we've talked about so far. And then we can figure out what to do after that. And hopefully we'll be okay. Hmm. You said they're expecting you to contact them? Yes. It may be best to call them now and strategize later. Strategize. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, oh, I, I'm going to need to lift up up there. Now, I was thinking about this. Um, the size of the Transformers, he actually would probably, like, if he grabbed you around the waist, you'd be about action figure size. So, um... Yeah, so that's kind of what he does, actually, is he, he kind of grabs you around the waist like this and then places you inside of the the cockpit. <sighs> ah, thank you. It was a little tight around the waist. Thank you, though. I'll go ahead and do my call now. In the meantime, you see that William has walked over and started chatting with Gadget, and uh, they seem to be conferring over diagnostics of some kind. So you're sitting inside the cockpit, and uh, your radio communication is right there. I sit down, get on the radio communication devices, whatever those may be in this universe, and I uh, send out the call. This is Colonel Washington. Report in. Um, yes, this is um, Adrian. Uh, yeah, um, officer and... We're just calling in to report that we, uh, intercepted the raid group, uh, and we did take them down. I believe one or two, uh, two of them did make off. Uh, we did try to track them down, but we received some fairly substantial damage to one of our mechs on our side. Are your team members intact? Yes, they're safe, sir. Thank you. Excellent. And the cargo is secure? Yes, sir. It is. Excellent. We'll send a team down to further secure the cargo. In the meantime, you stay with it to make sure nothing else happens. Understood? Yes, sir. And the comm goes silent. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Hey, guys! Guys, we need to talk now! Mariah, I'm sure you're mad at me, but we need to talk now! I heard the conversation. Yes, I... Yes. They're sending people here. Everyone gathers around as you, uh, again, are lowered from your mech to the ground. What exactly is going on? They're sending people here. Oh, scrap. Well, that doesn't sound good. It's all right, guys. We could totally take him. Um, sure, you can do that. But, um, you know the rest of the government will respond, right? It won't just be a few units if also, we do that. it's against our mandate to attack humans, even if they are trying to capture or kill us. Well, yes, I guess that too. So we need a plan here. We've been talking about it, and we think that it might be best if we just slip away. Um, how are we going to explain our missing mechs? We're Transformers now. You just say that we walked off, and you're not held responsible for any of it. That may be in your best interests. It would prevent 
there may be questions about what happened here, but you can, you have plausible deniability, especially since your Macs are now sentient. This whole time, uh, you've noticed that the fourth Transformer has not said a word. This is Dylan's mech. He's a Titan class, big hulking yellow mech. He's just been standing there silently the whole time. Uh, Dylan's been watching him, and he finally speaks up. Uh, so, hey, uh, sorry to interrupt you, um, uh, but goggles. But just a quick question: Does this one? Did this? Does this one talk? And he points at the mech. Oh, sorry about that, tiny human. We haven't properly introduced ourselves. Well, I did. My name's Gadget. That's Farsight. He motions to your former mech, a smaller, slim, gray uh, transformer. Over there is Crash. He points to Mariah's former mech. He seems to be a young, enthusiastic uh, go-getter. And that over there is Iron Wall. We're not sure if he can't talk or just doesn't feel like it. Ironwall just turns his head and observes you. So, we've been talking it over. And the last thing that we remember is doing a scouting mission. We were sent to the Benzuli Expanse. Autobot Command had received some strange signals from over there. While on our scouting mission, we detected communications coming from Segulus 9. There were possible life signs there, and it was supposed to be a dead planet. We snuck in with our ship to see what was going on. We found out that the Decepticons were there, and they seemed to be making some sort of secret plans. I have some of the recordings here in my databank. He turns and looks at the others. Um, questioningly, it seems as if he's debating whether to say anything else about it. We believe that there is a threat coming to Earth. The communications that we intercepted seem to signify that the Decepticons are teaming up with another alien race, and their target is Earth. It's of the utmost importance that we get to New Mexico right away. There's a large energon mine there, and we think it might be the first target. Well, that's a little bit more relatively close by, so that's good. But, um, you said before you... No, the last thing you remembered was doing surveillance on the Decepticons. That means you don't remember anything at all from then until now? Yeah, it's like totally blank. Well, no, wait, no. We were, like, scouting it out and stuff, but then, like, the Decepticons discovered that we were there, and we got in this super awesome fight. I was pounding those Decepti-noobs. And then we, uh, can't remember anything after that. You died. It's entirely possible. But wait, 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 wait. Wait, this is another planet? Yes. What, where was it again? Oh, the Benzuli Expanse. How far is that away? Oh, millions of light years. Okay, stop. <laughs> millions of light years away? You realize millions of light years away isn't something that worry we humans are able to travel. So how did you guys go from millions of light years away from the Benzuli Expose, ex Expanse, ex Ex expanse, expanse, and got here to Earth, where the sun, moon, and stars, well, no, stars were there too, but you know what I mean. How did you get here? Is that like you walked here? We have technology called jump gates. No, I know, I know that. I know you guys have technology that we don't have. That's not the issue. If you're passed out or dead, that means someone else took you here. Who took you here? We don't know. And you're in enemy territory, right? Well, Earth is not enemy territory. No, you were in enemy territory. Oh, you mean with your government? No, no, no. 
when you were when you were on your mission, you were surveilling the Decepticons, right? Oh, you're saying you were? An, oh, yeah, yeah. We were in enemy territory for sure. Well, this area of space isn't particularly valuable, so the Decepticons haven't necessarily claimed it for their own. Uh, but look, to answer your question, yes, okay. we were in the middle of enemy territory before we got blown to smithereens, apparently. So the last people who had custody of your smithereens were the Decepticons. <laughs> I suppose so. Then let's walk through that. If the Decepticons had it, had you guys, and we don't have the technology to go over there, right? I'm turning to other humans. We could have gone and picked you up, but they brought you here. That's entirely possible. Why? Would they bring you here? And how did we get a hold of you? I don't know. I don't know. At this point, Andrew's is pacing back and forth furiously. He's very nervous. And he turns to the others and said, We need to run. Mariah hustles over to you. What do you mean, we need to run? We need to run. Look, this isn't our fight. No, it's going to be. Don't you get what this means? Where did they get these Transformer parts? There were millions of light years away. Yeah. You know what trafficking is? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I get what you're saying. You're saying that there's no way They're humans could have... trafficking! <laughs> <laughs> this is really scary stuff. <laughs> and our people were involved with it. I don't want to lose my liver or spleen, okay? <laughs> all right, all right. I get what you're saying. I understand. And what happens to us when they figure out that we know what they were doing? Our livers will be next. Adrian, you're not thinking clearly. Are you? We might have another problem. Huh? William is speaking from uh, over. He's standing by gadget and he's holding some kind of uh um so in this uh universe um it's the year 2005 and in some ways technology has like exploded and gone like way beyond wherever you can imagine it but in other ways like it's kind of stuck in the 80s so he he's holding some kind of science fiction looking device it looks like Almost like uh, a um, a modern, like a cell phone, but it's bigger and chunkier. And he's got uh, a stylus too, that, and he's tapping away at it. Uh, ran some scans of the Autobots here, and it looks like our BioLink technology is integrated with them. What exactly does that mean? It means that when that bright light that energy or whatever got released somehow because of our biolink technology and our mechs we're now bonded to you oh scrap what do you mean we're bonded to you our mechs had biolink technology allowed us to connect mind to robot because of that we're now somehow linked look at these readings uh, he taps a button and a holographic display comes up showing uh, different systems in the robot. And then there's also a picture of a, a humanoid figure standing next to it. I don't totally understand it yet, but as best I can figure, somehow our brains got fused into your um, your your bodies. There's a there's a link now. Hmm. Gadget reaches down and starts... He pulls up his hollow display on his arm and starts running some scans and diagnostics. The human's right. I'm detecting subroutines in my body that weren't there before. There's a whole network in here. If I'm reading this correctly, if something happens to us, you humans will be affected and vice versa. Yeah, it'll fry our brains. At least that's what we talked about, what I talked about on my old discussion forums. That's why we thought it was a problem. It was dangerous. 
That's why I thought they chose me to be part of this program, because they weren't so nervous about me dying, and I, I accepted it. I was actually fine with that. I thought, if anyone's gonna die for this project, I'm fine to do that. I wasn't sure why you guys were pulled into it. I thought maybe there's something wrong. I... Maybe substance abuse issues or something, Dylan? I, that's just why I guess. I'm sorry. I'm stereotyping you. I really apologize. You're a good guy. <laughs> I got to know you a little bit. But... And it turns out my... And he starts to grab a bit. My... My concerns were real. <laughs> you look around, and everyone, human and Autobot, is staring at you um, in incomprehension. Dude, that was like back in high school, bro. It's been a long time. <laughs> um, Adrian is sulking. Sure. Um, in the meantime, it seems as though our systems have integrated with your technology that you have implanted in the back of your neck. Right now, the link is semi-dormant. You're not receiving any information or giving any information, but the link is definitely there. This complicates things quite a bit. You're telling me I don't need any puny human like slowing me down. Hey, you'd be lucky to have me. Pfft, right. What's a human going to do other than get in the way? Now, don't insult them, Crash. They may be frail, but they have huge egos, which are easily bruised. Oh, sorry, little dude. I'm a woman, for one thing. And for another thing, I'll prove you wrong. Well, irrespective of that, even if you didn't want us around, if you didn't really care about our well-being, your well-being might be at stake, too. Think about it. It's a two-way street. If something happened to us, something worse might happen to you. I mentioned our brains getting fried, but who knows what it would do to you guys if something happened to us. Luckily, the government doesn't take kindly to the fact that we uncovered that they're secretly trading with Decepticons, Autobot organs and such. And they do something to us, like I think they might. I take my liver or something. You know what's gonna happen to you. If something happens to my brain, what's gonna happen to yours, Farsight? Gadget? Also, I gotta tell you, Dylan, you're not like you're just living for yourself. You're not living for two. <laughs> you laugh, it's okay. <laughs> you can laugh out loud. It's okay if it gets. I am laughing. Okay. <laughs> I have a silent laugh, so if you not hear that, if this okay. kept in the recording, <laughs> he's, cr- he's silently laughing. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, executive decision. We're leaving now. Let's make what repairs we can in a few minutes, and we head out. Mariah, are you sure this is a good idea? What other choice do we have? Right? We can't let them run off by themselves, because we're linked to them, and if something happens to them, we die. And if we stick around with these Autobots, we're for sure going to get blamed for what went on here. And... On top of that, if there is some weird trafficking conspiracy, I think the last thing we want is to fall into these guys' hands. All right? So, executive decision. We're moving out. Make what repairs you can. Yep. All right, tiny human. You're pretty commanding for being so small. But I think that's a good idea. So, uh, let's pause and do a little bit of mechanical stuff. Um you have the opportunity to take a short rest and a short rest does three things. Um, you can regain all of your armor. You get to regain all your armor points. You get to roll your hit die and gain that much HP back. And then you also get to upgrade your reactor die if it was down. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and do that for all of these robots, transformers. I rolled a four, and that back to the six brings me to ten out of thirteen hit points. Perfect. Full armor points and a reactor die of six. If you don't mind, go ahead and do iron wall. I'm gonna do gadget. Gadgets back up to his hit die is D eight. Mm-hmm. 
So Crash is back up to 10 hit points and 5 armor points. His reactor die was fine. Oh, these guys are at level 2. I need to mark that. Um, is this backwards? Is this 5 of a 0? Yeah, and no, five? I wrote that down backwards. So you can, zero, you can five swap and 5 of 17. Yes, please do. 4, okay. He's back up to 9. 17. Oh, Gadget didn't even take a hit. Look at him. And five of five. All right, so you guys make some quick repairs. Um, and Gadget speaks up. Do you know a place where there are some Earth vehicles around? I think there's like a used car lot nearby, pretty close to here. Dylan pulls out his pad and uh, does a little research. We can find all kinds of vehicles. We're basically really close to, like, downtown New Orleans, so. All right. Let's get moving. The Autobots uh, reach out for each of their pilots and uh, help their pilots climb inside the chassis. I assume you do the same? Of course. It looks as though... Uh, it looks as though uh, previous vehicle modes have somehow... Then, oh wait, oh, there's one other thing I forgot. So there's something I forgot about. <clears throat> Before you leave, um, Gadget goes over to the Headmaster Corpse and takes the funny-looking orb from it and uh, tucks it away. I'll take a look at this when we get a minute. In the meantime, as Optimus used to say, Transformers roll out! Optimus does it so much better. I mean, I've never heard him say it in person, but from what I've heard, he's pretty awe-inspiring. Iron Wall nods. So, uh, all of your, all of you, head out through the doors. Um, you are watching. So, here's a question: When you get inside the mech, do you reach for the controls? So, Adrian gets in. He lifted into the cockpit, and he slows down in his chair. He pauses for a moment. And first he actually shudders for a moment. Remembering that this is a living thing. And he's inside it. It's a little odd feeling for him. Then he looks around and says, um... So, Farsight... Um... You're... In control, right? Yes. Okay, so I'll just sit back. I guess? Yes, that might be wise for now. Okay. And Adrian just kind of sells back a bit, still a little bit tense, and looks over the controls and just starts pondering and thinking. Kind of quiet. Okay. As you're doing that, you hear a, Whoa! Hey! Knock it off! You look across... And Crash looks like he's he's doing, like, the drunk walk. Like, he tries to take a step forward, but then his leg, like, veers to the side, and he takes two steps backward. And uh, like, it's like he's lost control of his body a little bit. Whoa! Hey! Knock it off! Stop touching the controls! Stop fighting! Look, I know New Orleans. I can navigate us there. Yeah, but they're my legs. Whoa! Crash goes tumbling into a pile of shipping containers, which all topple over with a loud boom. Knock it off, you two. Mariah, it might be best if you leave off the controls for now. Fine. Mariah, try not to make them enemies. He was the one being stubborn. So, you guys uh, head out from the warehouse... And uh, the Transformers are sneaking along the crates and everything. And uh, you stealthily make your way up the road and into the city proper. Now, this area of New Orleans is pretty quiet right now. You're on the Mississippi River. and uh, But you're still like kind of out in the warehouse section. All right. We might not have much choices, lads. Let's see what we can find. Aw, oh, come on, Gadget. What's the point of being up Decepticons if you can't do it in style? Oh, please. 
functionality is more important. And stealth. Don't draw attention to yourself. That's the first rule of scouting. Well, it's a good thing I'm not a scout then. So over the radios, you hear a kind of like a boop, boop. Like a, you hear a, you hear a robotic noise. Oh, what'd you find, Iron Wall? You turn and look, and you can see Iron Wall standing in front of a large semi-truck. From the front, a little panel opens, and ray, laser rays come out and scan the truck. And then it takes him a minute, and then once it finishes, Iron Wall makes a noise again. And then this massive mech transforms into an identical replica of the trailer truck. It's a big yellow trailer truck um, with a... It's like one of those smooth-fronted cabs, not like the, the usual ones that you see on the, on, the, on the highway or whatever. It looks maybe a little more European. Oh, that's a very nice fit for you, Iron Wall. Iron Wall hogs in response. Always wanted to drive a big rig. You're watching as Ironwall transforms into this tractor trailer, and you hear over from the side, Oh yeah, score! You turn and look, and Crash has located a bright red sports car. Really sleek looking, looks like it's even a convertible. He scans it and transforms. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, guys, this is totally sick. Told you, little human. Ironwall's already found his form, but the other three guys are looking for theirs. And I think when we talked earlier, we were discussing earlier, but going off of what Farsight said, he mentioned that you want to be inconspicuous as possible. So we're thinking, it, it occurred to me, Maybe that's what he goes for, something that's really low-key, like something you wouldn't pay attention to. So, Ironwall makes his choice, finds the semi, and then Crash does his scan of the sports car shortly after when they arrive at the used car lot. And then, um, what does Gadget do next? So you watch Gadget going up and down the line of used cars, and he stops in front of one. Oh, what do you think of this one? Looks good to me. Gadget's chest plate opens, and his scanning lasers go out and scan a vehicle, and then he transforms into a uh, green Jeep. It's kind of a, a, a rugged, all-terrain kind of vehicle. Um, looks like it can handle some rugged stuff. Oh, I like this one. It's a good fit for me, don't you think? You look awesome, dude. So, Adrian watches as each of the other Transformers choose their vehicle for him. And then he speaks up to Farsight. So, uh, Farsight, what are you thinking? What are you gonna choose? The key to being a good scout is being inconspicuous. I was designed and trained for stealth missions. We're looking for something that would not go easily noticed, something that blends into the background. You, being a human, probably have more experience with that sort of thing. You know what cars tend to stand out. Well, yeah, we definitely don't want a sports car or anything that really looks nice either, really. Nothing that looks too much like it's been, I don't know, that draws the eye too much. And as Adrian's saying this, he's thinking back to himself and how no one really paid attention to him through his life and how he hasn't made many friends. But he's somewhat conspicuous because of his face. But thinking back to it, if, it, if there had been a little bit less, if maybe the sickness hadn't given him so many pockmarks, he probably would have been more, much more inconspicuous. If he'd walked into a Walmart, no one would have noticed him. He's glancing around and he, I say, and he says, he looks further, he says, hey, go over there. I kind of points a little bit further in. 
You see the ones over there? Farsight turns and walks in the direction that you mo that you motion. Yeah. The one has a little bit of rust on it. The car that you're pointing out is a silver sedan. It is thoroughly unremarkable. Exactly. That's what we're looking for. That's a car that you'd see anywhere. This one right here. Yes. All right. I'll trust your judgment. His scanners activate. You see the the lasers going out and hitting this car, and a schematic appears on your HUD of the vehicle. Farsight, transform. Everything shifts around you. You hear all kinds of motion, gears turning, parts moving around, thumps, bangs, clumps. Your whole cockpit uh, seems to descend, and uh, it changes around you, in fact. And all of a sudden, you are seated in what appears to be a thoroughly ordinary silver sedan. Whoa. Hmm. I believe this will do nicely. Um, yeah. And Adrian reaches out and kind of touches the seating and looks at the... And so when he's looking forward at where his controls were, is he looking at, like, a steering wheel and everything else that you'd see in a standard car? Yep. Uh, for all intents and purposes, it appears to be a standard car. And if he's you're like, looking for your controls, I can have them appear. Um, no. I, I was just... Wow, you... You got all the details. Wow. Uh, yeah, no one will recognize you as a Transformer, I'll say that much. I hate to break up this, uh, exciting moment, but it appears that we have company. Huh? Farsight pulls up his scanner, and you can see, uh, in front of you, your HUD changes, like it appears over the glass of the window, and, uh, um... Gadget seems to be sharing his radar with you, and, uh, it appears that we've been found. End of episode. All right. <clears throat> so, yeah, that felt good. Very heavy on the roleplay, but, um, I like that you got to meet the Transformers. Yeah, so, felt pretty good. Is there anything you wanted to say at the end there? Did you feel like there was... Did you, was there more you wanted to do, or...? No, it was good. Okay, cool. Thanks so much for listening to the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Dice Decepticons. That's Dice, D-E-C-E-P-T-I-C-O-N-S. My name's Robert. And I'm Stuart. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.